Do you remember the beginning of your marriage when your relationship was passionate, your connection was deep, your love was strong, and the sex was good? Remember that? Then the honeymoon was over, reality kicked in, and you found out that this marriage thing isn't as simple as it seemed. We are Kevin and Charmaine Lomax. We're going to take you on a journey through the good, the bad, and yes, the ugly sides of marriage. We'll bring you tools from experts in the field and tips that will help you strengthen your relationship. We'll be honest about what it takes to build a healthy one that will stand the test of time. When we learn how to love and make it a priority, this marriage thing is worth it. I was at the gym today. Mm -hmm. I was talking to a couple of the guys, letting them know that I'm going to be doing the podcast tonight. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and they was like, oh, what's the podcast about? I'm like, oh, it's about happy wife, happy life. Oh, I'm sure they were thrilled to hear that. <laughs> yeah, well, they was like, um, what do you mean, happy wife, happy life? So I said, yes. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah, what do they mean? What do you mean? Aren't they familiar with happy wife, happy life? They are. But mm -hmm. uh, some of the comments that I got was, uh, I, I put it to you like this. One of the guys said he does all he can for his wife, and she's still not happy. Okay. All right. And then one of the other guys, he was like, um, well, both of us supposed to be happy in this marriage? I'm like, okay, yeah, I can understand your point on that. And then uh, I started thinking about what I felt about it. And I told him, I said, listen, um, I agree with the saying. I said, because, you know, you should definitely want to make your wife happy at all times. There's actually been studies done about this particular saying. A professor out of Rutgers University actually said something like, um, uh, when a woman is happy in her marriage, that she tends to do more for her husband, which actually is good for his overall health. Yes. Yeah, so... I guess that would be a natural thing. When you're feeling content, you would naturally be more giving. But, I mean, even with that, mm -hmm. as a man, listen, if your wife is not happy, she's not going to be wanting to... She's not going to be very friendly with you. Let's just keep it that way. Mm. You know how we are, man. We like what we like, you mm. know, so, yeah. Yes, yes. So how would they have felt if rather than asking them about happy wife, happy life, if you had said, hey, what do you think about happy spouse, happy house? Would they have liked that better? You know, they probably would have. But, you know, <laughs> I didn't even get to um, ask them that. Mm. But, um, but, you know, if I had to just think about it for myself now that we are talking about it. Yeah, I think it would be better that way, you know, because in marriages, both spouses want to be happy. Yes. Yeah. You know, so yes, I, ideally. Yeah, that definitely. is you know what, let me just jump in for the women, right? Okay. That is the goal. It's not like we really think, okay, if we're happy, if we're the only one that's happy, that's the only way this house is gonna be happy. Mm -hmm. That's not really how we we think. We want a happy household as a whole. Yeah, well, I know they would love that. So I also have had this topic on my mind, knowing that we, you know, we were gonna cover this this um, information and one thing that I keep coming across or kept coming across was this saying the secret to a happy marriage remains a secret I saw it in a couple places and then I was watching a show and I heard it on the show like literally within the day of, of seeing it a couple times so it kind of stuck with me and it, it just it seems like a kind of a sad statement to me uh, you know I don't know and anyway, I was watching this show, and it was actually a reality show. Okay, reality, <laughs> reality show. shows. Okay. Yes. Hello, I watched mm. a reality show. And um, there were 
uh, this group of friends, group of women, one of the women were getting married and the friends were really happy for her. Everything was going according to plan. The friends were very supportive. The wedding day was coming up. All of the friends were gonna be there with their spouses. And one of the friends had to go without her spouse because, you know, it, he just couldn't attend the wedding. Okay. And um, she was not gonna go to the wedding because um, you know, she had a lot on her mind, actually. She's been having some issues in her marriage, and she has been trying to figure out how to make things work, but, you know, she just hasn't really found a solution yet to what she's going through. And I'm not going to, you know, give all the details here, but anyway, she went to the wedding. She, you know, she mustered up the strength to go and to put a smile on her face and be happy for her friend. Oh, it, for her friend, yes. Yeah, it, it was a beautiful wedding. Oh my okay. gosh. Everything looked beautiful. It felt good. You know, the, the bride was stunning. The groom was like in tears. The vows were beautiful. Every it was it was a beautiful wedding top to bottom. And you can just feel the love there, right? Okay. So I know like when we're at weddings, when it's a good wedding, oh my gosh. Yeah, it you just, feel it. Yeah. It all comes back, right? Mm -hmm. So She's, you know, sitting watching the wedding, and you could see she's happy for her friend, but her on her face, you could see she's trying to just kind of hold in whatever feeling she has, knowing that her situation is not, you know, so rosy right now. So, okay. moving right along, she had to give a toast for her friend. Oh, oh, wow. I can imagine how that went. Yeah, so she's having a hard time already, and she had to give a toast. So she gets up to give a toast, and, um, you know, she, she pulls it together. She goes up there very poised and ready to give the toast. And the first thing she says is, the secret to a happy marriage remains a secret. And I was mm. like, oh, Well, not at the girl's no, wedding. she didn't. Yes. I mean, it, it's because of the place she was in. Thank God... It ended up being a, a reasonably um, pleasant <laughs> and amicable speech. But, you know, I, I have to give her at least a little credit. She, she could have bowed out of the toast, but she still went up there because she didn't want to disappoint her friend. But the, the reason I bring this up is because the reality of some marriages is there is a sadness there. There is no happy wife, there's no happy husband, there's no happy anything. They're looking for a way to balance things out when things get rocky. And so that statement to them, the secret to a happy marriage remains a secret, is real. They're in a, a state of sadness at that moment. So that sounds like a crazy um, saying to us right now, but that's real for a lot of people unfortunately well, you know definitely well and especially it depends on where they are in their relationship because i've actually heard that saying but the secret to a happy marriage it might have been a secret at one time but if people really want the secret to the happy marriage this is the secret you need to say that you want to be with your wife and mean it mm, okay. and then once you mean it you have to be committed to doing whatever it takes because i've actually spoke to people at times about this type of thing before they think after they get married, then the work, all the work is done. Mm, but that's, that's actually when the work starts. That's true. You know, after your marriage, the work actually starts, you know. And then you, when it's two people, y'all now coming together as one. It's going to take some effort to make it work. Mm. 
It's true. And, and you know what, I think that when that reality kicks in and when the work begins and when you see what you're really dealing with, you know, I think a lot of people become discouraged. You know, everybody pictures what the wedding day is going to be like. They, they know that that's going to be beautiful. Everything is planned and everything is as it should be, you know, when things go perfectly, which actually they never do. <laughs> but yeah. um, in a real marriage, everything is not so cut and dry and so neat and packaged and presented beautifully. You know, it's real day to day. You wake up, you go to sleep every day, you, you go through the motions of building a life together. And that, yeah, that takes some work. But I think a lot of marriages go, of course, because they don't really, well, they don't expect it to be as hard it is, as it is. I, I mean, it's amazing, but it's, a bit of a challenge to, to keep things good, you know? Yeah, definitely. But that's why, um, you know, we always encourage that people go to marriage counseling before they even get married so they can at least try to try that, to understand what's, what's going to be happening in the marriage. Some people get discouraged about marriage because, um, you know, they think maybe it's too much work. And if they don't figure it out, they're just going to be unhappy ultimately in a long, unhappy relationship, or maybe they'll end up divorced. But thank goodness, in spite of the fact that some marriages are very challenging, the divorce rate in the U.S. has declined by 8% in the last decade. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, right? that's, yeah, that's definitely good to know. But part of the reason the divorce rate has gone down so much is that Americans, on the whole, no longer see divorce as a reasonable you know, option or solution for marriage problems. You know who's actually getting this marriage thing right which group millennials really millennials yes are the millennials our, again? our young people yes okay so what they, they know something that uh, everybody else didn't know clearly millennials are driving the divorce stats back down they're putting marriage off until they're a little bit older and they're a little more confident that they're not going to end up in divorce. So I think if it sounds like they're doing a bit of that work before they even get married, which is helpful. So maybe they're uh, you know a little more mature when they get married than um, maybe some of us were when we first got married. <laughs> and now they're waiting until they're closer to 30 years old or so in their mid-30s and, and things like that. And they're also waiting until they're more financially stable, which is helpful because finances also cause a bit of a rift in yeah, marriages. And yeah, definitely marriages, yeah. You know, the numbers of marriages are inching upward. There were over 61 million marriages in the United States in 2018. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot, right? Yeah, and that yeah. is a half a million more than in 2017. So the number is just climbing every wow. year. Okay, well, that's, that's good to know. That's positive. And last year, my nephews, we went to my nephew's wedding last August, August 5th, if I remember correctly. Remember? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And my friend actually had a wedding earlier the same day. So two weddings in that one day. Oh, yeah. I remember that day. Yeah. We had to run from Long Island all the way to upstate and mm -hmm. make it on time. Yes. And we barely <laughs> made it, but long day, but it, boy, it was a beautiful day. It, yeah. was, it was worth it. Yeah. Then my, I have a cousin, uh, Tony. 
He's a part of that yeah. number two. You know, he got married in the fall, and we went to that wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I do. So that I was do. good. And my brother Sean's wedding is coming up this September. We're so excited! I cannot wait. Yeah, yeah, I definitely can't wait to it's go see Sean and yeah, oh see him walk down the aisle. Yes, yeah. and then he's going to help contribute to these numbers and moving forward. Yes, for 2019, right? That's right. So most people think, back to this happy marriage thing, right? They think that they have a happy marriage if they feel happy 75% of the time. No, that's supposed to be a, a good number. 75? Yeah. Sep- well, it's, it's it's a good number, 75%. I think that's a good number. Okay. You know, considering all, what does that mean? Like 25% of people are don't feel like they have a right. happy marriage. Okay. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, cause I just doesn't when you, sound so great when, yeah, you, when, you, when you question it that yeah, way. Yeah, definitely when you question it. Once you figure it out, I mean, it's 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 so different, you know. It's so different and it's good, mm-hmm. you know. But you just have to get past that part, you know. Get yeah. past once you get. The, I like to call it the wilderness. Once you get out of the wilderness, mm-hmm. it, listen, come out on the other side. It's really nice. Yeah, I just put it like that. And even if you get stuck again, once you know how to come out of it, mm-hmm. then you're good to go. Yeah. But for all all of us happily married people, maybe our oxytocin levels have something to do with it. You know oxytocin? Yeah, what is oxytocin? Oxytocin. Oxytocin is that, well, every woman knows what oxytocin is, but it's that hormone that makes us feel the urge to kind of nurture and to bond, you know? We talk about it a lot when we're having children. That's that bonding um, hormone. Do men have oxytocin? There, I think everyone has some oxytocin. <laughs> but anyway, there is such a thing. I don't know how much men have, all right? Okay, all right. All right. All right. Okay. Let me just be, be transparent there. There's such a thing, though, called, and stay with me, it's the GG genotype within the oxytocin receptor. It's a mouthful. Yeah, that sounds like a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, so if your spouse has the GG genotype genetic variation, they will feel more satisfied and secure within the marriage. You know, that that's why this is this is um, relative because when you have oxytocin, it promotes, I think, more of that um, satisfied, happy feelings. Listen, I mean, yeah, for I all those some... science buffs out there. Yeah, no, you know, I like statistics. You know, I like all these details, right? Yeah, I know you do. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> all right, another fun fact. Look, I got another one. People with happy spouses live longer. Do Did they? you know that? No, I didn't know that one. Yeah, okay, look at this chart. You see the chart? Okay. So people whose spouses were happier lived this long. People whose spouses were unhappy lived that long. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's well, terrible. Yeah, that's definitely terrible. So people with unhappy spouses are dying sooner. Yeah. That's dreadful. Yeah, no, that's not good at all. That's you, horrible. You, well, you make sure you stay a happy spouse, all right? <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause well, I, oh, because you want to live yeah, longer. Yeah, I want to live longer, right. yeah. Fine. So, apparently, men whose wives would strongly agree with the statement, I am satisfied with my life. Like, if they, the wife can honestly say, I'm satisfied with my life, mm-hmm. her husband lives longer. Oh, wow. And vice versa. Oh, wow. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. That is really crazy. I've never heard anything like that in my life, but it, 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 this is this is a study that they did. Yes. Wow. Okay. Most of the time when they do studies, you know, they're pretty much on point. So. Wow. Talk but, about happy wife, happy life. 
Yeah. A happy wife might extend your life. <laughs> How do you oh, like that? No, hey, I love that. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Um, now that you're talking about that, actually, that uh, makes me think of a story too that I that I've read once before mm-hmm. uh, about a um, about a couple uh, from Texas. And what actually intrigued me about the story, talking about long life, is that they said that the way that they met is actually the way that they died. Mm-hmm. So. Clearly, I was intrigued, so I wanted to read the story. After 62 years of marriage, mm-hmm. um, his wife, Thelma, she took ill. Mm-hmm. Um, they had to end up taking her to a nursing home. But um, yeah. shortly after she got sick, her husband got sick. You know, that happens sometimes, it, you know, when one gets... Yeah. Okay, continue. Yeah. So um, then they end up taking him to the same nursing home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they put them in the same room. And the... They put their beds together, so she was facing him, mm-hmm. and he reached over and grabbed her hand and just laid there. Mm-hmm. And then shortly after that, he passed away. Mm-hmm. And then 90 minutes later, she passed away. Wait, so they passed away? 90 minutes apart from each other, holding hands. Oh, my hands, gosh. Holding hands. Those were soulmates. Yeah. The, oh my the, gosh! And that would do me the definition of soulmate. Yeah, because the connection they must have had. They couldn't even live without each other. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oof. Well, those yeah. sounds like it's not. That's not the happy wife, happy life. That's the happy spouse, happy house scenario right there. Hey, listen. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's definitely a beautiful story. So, what is the secret to a happy marriage? Does the secret to a happy marriage remain a secret, or do we, you know, can we figure this thing out? Oh no, we can definitely figure it out. I have five keys to a successful marriage. Communication, appreciation, quality time, forgiveness, and intimacy. The first is communication. So now when we communicate, we think it's all verbal, but it's really 7% of what we're saying is verbal. The other 93% is nonverbal. All right, so like we're talking right now, clearly this is verbal, so you're saying Ninety-three percent of communication is unspoken. Is unspoken exactly. Wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah, let me break it down for you. Okay. Okay. Fifty-five percent is our facial expressions, our hand gestures, and our postures. Then thirty-eight percent of that is our tone and your voice, your volume, and also your rate of speech. So the mm. way that you speak to them. Okay. And then lastly, to seven percent, that's actually the verbal part. That's interesting. That's good to know. So, wait, let me, let me just pause right there. So we're going through our whole day, right? We're yeah. going through our whole day. We're living life together, and we're communicating over 90% of the time without knowing we're communicating. That's right. But Not verbally. So, listen, so, so you may be sending... That's a, good to know. You may send your wife a text. You oh, know? okay. Yeah, so when you guys come home, you know, even when you come home, think about it. In the evening when we come home from work, we don't talk the whole night. Right, You know, that's we'll, true. we'll talk for a little while. Mm. And then the next on the list is appreciation. Now, you should show your wife appreciation. Appreciation is not even that hard to do, fellas. It's, it's very easy, you know. It's things like just giving her a hug, leaving her a note, maybe make her a favorite drink, or cook her breakfast. Or you can run her a bath, you can make her laugh, you know, you can rub her back and her shoulders. That's these are, nice. These are just nice gestures <laughs> that you could do just to show them that mm-hmm. you appreciate them. And then also for the women, you know, you can show your husband that appreciation too, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Ask him how his day went. Right. You know, when he come home, stop what you're doing 
and go give him a kiss. Compliment him often. You know, make him his favorite meal. And just tell him that you love him. Mm -hmm. And that's not costing anybody anything. And can I add one to that? Yes, Sometimes you sure can. Just a simple thank you makes somebody feel, feel appreciated. Oh, most you know, definitely. Just a thank you. And, and you know you know why I say that? Because we, we do things for each other so much, so often, and so, you know, without expecting anything back, of course. Mm -hmm. But um, every now and again, when I hear thank you, I'm like, oh, okay, you're welcome. Uh, you know, I don't realize that, oh, that that, that was nice. That was It was nice to, to hear a thank you sometimes. A lot of moms, mm -hmm. a lot of women, don't hear thank you wow often because we're so used to doing just we, doing we just do 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 so when we hear that yeah that's gonna that's gonna touch our heart a little bit i think it's nice okay well let's do that now thank you <laughs> thank you for what what are you thanking me for i'm just thanking you for being you oh okay okay we're gonna be a little corny right now okay no, that's all right but oh listen and marriage, corny is sweet. That is true. And corny is sweet, and okay. and it shows that you have a sensitive side sometimes when you're yes. being corny. So yes, and that's, that's a good thing. That's right. So don't let that stop you. So moving right along, the next one I have is quality time. Spending time in a marriage is very important because when you get married, and then if you have a family, you know, kids and everything else come into play, you still gotta find time for yourselves. So it is so important that you guys spend quality time. So that means you can just, you can go for a walk. Just go for a walk holding hands. Maybe schedule a picnic. If you can, do a weekend getaway. Or even if you don't want to leave the house, you could do stuff. There's a lot of stuff that you could do in the house. You could play games together. You can cook each other dinner or cook good dinner together. Mm -hmm. Or even that, yeah. just sit down and talk. That's yeah, it. have a nice conversation, have, a heart-to-heart, heart. or just catch up maybe at the end of the day. Even five minutes, you know, when somebody comes home, say I come home from, maybe I'm working in the city that day, or you come home from work just to sit down for a few minutes to connect. Yeah. That makes a difference. Oh, yeah, I think that you know definitely I mean? makes a difference, yeah. And then also, just remember, just as well as you got to have quality time together, sometimes you need that personal time away also. Well, so, you can say know, that again because yeah. I definitely value a little quiet time, you know. And if I get my quiet time, then I, I have more to give to everybody else. So that's me just, you know, taking a little bit of quality time for myself so mm. that I can have my cup full, as they say, and be able to give to everybody else. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, my next one is forgiveness. With forgiveness, just remember that nobody in this relationship is perfect. Y'all, at some point, you guys are both going to make mistakes. Uh, you're going to say something that possibly hurts the person's feelings. But just know that forgiving, it, that's the beginning of helping you to move forward in your relationship. If you don't forgive, you're going to stay stagnant. So let's try to forgive often and so we can move forward. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for, forgiving somebody prevents resentment from ever setting in. And last but not least is intimacy. That means deeply knowing your partner is also true closeness with your spouse. It means having trust, vulnerability, and being emotionally connected. Yes, being connected. Well, you just said a mouthful there because being emotionally connected is 
so important for women. We need connection and, you know, if I can be blunt, when, when men think about intimacy, they just think about sex. So being emotionally connected is the way y'all can get to sex. You know, so that was, you know, thank you for mentioning that. That was, that was good. That, that's definitely thumbs up right there. Yeah, thank that's why. That. And that's, you're welcome. <laughs> but that's why I think that talks like this always need to be had because right. it actually will help. If you didn't know, now you know. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And, but we could talk about sex a little bit. Let's, you know, let's cover some of what I know you want to talk about anyway. So, married couples have sex five to six times per month. Does that sound like a real number? That sounds kind of low to me. That sounds kind of high for a lot of people. Yeah. That probably sounds low to every man, but that's not a low number. 68.5 times a year on average is like five or six times per month. That's average. You know, and and for some marriages, that's a lot. 20% of married couples have sex less than 10 times a year. So that's the studies that you've read. Now, the studies that I've read said that 21 times a month is good for a man. That is not reasonable. Well, it may not not be reasonable, but there's a lot of health properties behind it. A lot of health benefits? Yes, health benefits, yes. And it, it helps with pro- men with prostate cancer. It helps avoid it. Oh, my gosh. You're going to yeah. throw the, the, the <laughs> prostate cancer stats in there? So 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 men can get sex you'll, you'll forget it. 21 times a month? <laughs> that is too much. Yeah, All right. Okay, let me just rain. Let's rain it in. Yeah, I'll, leave, I'll leave with your statistics. Rain it in. All I know is that there is no sex without... Okay. If, if you think about it, there's no sex without proper communication, like really being able to communicate on a day-to-day with your spouse or appreciation or quality time or intimacy. You have to have all that if you're ever going to have sex. Okay. That's understood. Okay. That's understandable. Wow. All right. So thank you for those tips. That That was pretty good. So next we have, we had a question that you asked a listener and we're going to play that, right? Yes, we're going to play that for you. All right, so let's hear it. So what is the one tip that you wish you would have gotten before you got married? Um, patience. Okay. Patience. Um, because a, a, lot, a lot of times what happens is, you know, people, they jump into marriage and, you know, especially me, I was a little older. I wasn't 20 when I got married, so... When you get a little older, you know, across that 35 age bracket, a lot of times you're set in your ways. Mm -hmm. You know, you do things according to yourself. But then when you, you know, you involve another uh, person with you, you have to, you know, balance that out. And sometimes, you know, that's a difficult thing because if you're set in your ways and, you know, you do things according to you and then you're marrying somebody who might be set in their ways, you have to find that balance. Okay. And it takes patience yeah. to understand that balance. You know, I might like my sheets a certain way, you know, even just making the bed. Or I like my clothes hung up in a closet a certain way and she might not. Yeah. You can't be upset about it. You got to understand that there is a growing period yeah, exactly. where two lives are coming together to blend one. Yeah. So you got to be patient in that process. Okay. 
what I'm saying? You're trying to build a life together. That life isn't like rolled out just because you say I do. Mm-hmm. You know, that life is just rolled out to one bliss moment. It doesn't happen that way. Yeah. You got, you're building a life together. It's like blocks or a puzzle. You're putting that piece together to mm-hmm. make something beautiful at okay. the end. Yeah. So, you know, that was the one thing for me was patience. Yeah, patience. Yeah. I thought that that was a good answer uh, mm-hmm. from patience. Mm-hmm. I think I think that was great. Thank you, Daryl. Okay, so our final nugget is going to be good advice this week. So every week we're going to have a final nugget just to explain a little bit where we're going to have either a poem, a quote, a scripture, or some good advice that we heard, right? And today we have some good advice that we're going to end with. Happy marriages are based on a deep friendship. Marry your best friend by Dr. John Gottman. Short and sweet. Yeah, direct and and to the point. It's direct and to the point. So that's good. That's all she wrote. That's right. So now with that being said, thank you for joining us today. Be sure to join us next week for our very next episode. iTunes or whatever podcast platform you listen on. If you give us a five-star rating, we might just shout you out on one of our future episodes. And if this episode resonated with you, take a screenshot and share it on Instagram or Facebook and tag us at This Marriage Thing.